Hi, this is Chris from Chris Betts Verses. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you're considering donating, I would obviously appreciate it. It's uh, there's you know there's no uh, there's no Joe Rogan money going here, so anything you can give is incredibly appreciated. It'll all either go to better equipment or whiskey. Both improve my life immeasurably. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope that you're well. Keep enjoying it. Take care. Hey, welcome to Chris Betts Verses. I am Chris Betts. Thanks for tuning in. Is tuning in a thing on podcasts? Doesn't matter. It just made me feel old to say. Uh, this, this week's episode, I am debating against a bunch of students at Oxford University. I did this show as part of their Freshers Week, which is like the introductory week to university in the UK, where uh, they brought in some new students, a lot of postgrads, and I played the game against them, which was one step closer to a goal that I've had for this show ever since I started it. I, I really want to do it against the Oxford and Cambridge debate unions because I feel like that is as close as I'm going to get to getting to debate with the government. And I, I just, they're, they're trained to say things that they don't mean. And I mean, it's, it's like the holy grail of this game. It's like that or pff, James Carvel. Look him up. He's, he's a very talented man. He's old but he's smart. Um, yeah, so I, I, the hour is me debating against them. They were very sweet. Uh, we covered a lot of ground. We talked about bees for a little while. We talked about um, whether or not the two-meter rule should be legal. There was, uh, they took a really hard stance on bad grammar. There's a whole, I think it's like seven minutes of us talking about bad grammar, and they go like Old Testament against it, which is very on-brand for Oxford students. Uh, the guest judge is Mr. Alex Farrow, who organized the show. He put me in contact with Oxford. He is a, a, a cool guy, a nice comedian. He runs a show called Jericho Comedy, which if you're ever in Oxford, you got to check it out. It's such a fun little basement show. I have a blast there every time. I don't think I'll keep you much longer. As always, uh, you can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash Mr. Chris Betts. That's MR Chris Betts. Or sign up for my mailing list for some exclusive deals. I'll repeat this at the end of the show as well, but uh, next week I have Ahir Shah and Garrett Millerick, both of whom are incredible uh, UK-based comedians. Garrett was on Conan. He had an album come out called Sunflower that's fantastic. You should definitely check it out. And Ahir, I believe, was nominated for an Edinburgh Fringe Award, which is sort of the biggest deal you can get comedically in the UK, and is a, a really sharp uh political comedian really funny like one of those great uh very serious but also very silly comics uh real high energy the last time he did the show he made me argue why it was good that his grandmother died uh with dementia and a bunch of other problems and i won so that's the, the fact that he was even willing to put that up is such a good sign so you can check that out also i'm selling tickets for the next versus the audience show that is going to happen where you can come in and you can play the game the judge is Laura Lex, who's such a fantastic comedian. She's been so funny for years, and she's finally uh, kicking off. She's done Live at the Apollo. She's been on uh, some of the panel shows. She got a book deal because she tweeted, like, sort of light, erotic fan fiction about Klopp, who's a, a, a soccer coach, football coach. If you're in the UK, I'd, you probably just smash something because I called it soccer, but, you know, chill out. And... Yeah, she wrote all these great tweets about um, him being mean to her and her, uh, not even mean, just like sort of coldly logical and her uh, really, really loving it. 
So you should you should check out Laura. But yeah, you can buy tickets on my website for that. They're five pounds each, and you get to come in and play the game. It's much like the one that you're gonna hear right now. So this is me versus students of Oxford. I won't tell you how it goes, but it is a nail biter. Enjoy the show. <laughs> All right, so the way, uh, like I said, the way it's going to work is you're going to make a statement, I'm going to argue the opposite, and then we're going to debate back and forth. Uh, we're going to start the first round uh, where you have a cho choice of two topics that we can argue under. Uh, the first is uh, get out of here. And that's where you tell me something that's overstated, it's welcome, whether it's a technology, a style of music, uh, a person that you don't like, uh, <laughs> anything at all that you think we just got to get rid of. I'll argue why it's more important now than ever. Or uh, we can do shouldn't be a crime. Shouldn't be a crime is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the way it works is uh, uh, something that is illegal it shouldn't be or vice versa. Uh, now, because you're British and students, you're going to want to raise your hands. You got to fight that urge, guys. It's, you got to be American on this. You got to just yell out. I'm Canadian, by the way. Don't hate. <laughs> uh, if there are any Americans on here, I love you. I'm just also slightly better than you. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, so you just yell out. So we do everything by cheer on Chris Butts versus the audience. So guys, on three, give me a cheer if you want to do. Get out of here! One, two, three, make some noise! <laughs> okay, a couple people. I know it's weird doing it alone in a room. I'm alone in a room too. This is, this is a very confusing time to be alive. But you guys, we're here together. We're gonna do it. All right. So uh, all right. So that was that was sort of middling. So I'm expecting something big here. Give me a cheer for shouldn't be a crime. One, two, three. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know if that was more people or just basier people. <laughs> that was difficult to tell. Alex, first decision of the day. What are we going with? I'm going with the the bass on that one. I think there was a, an audio wave, strong audio wave. Go for it. All right. I was Sexist, also in whatever. the chat um, trying to check out whether there was music going on, but apparently it was somebody's Spotify. I got, look, Chris, I got distracted. I got distracted. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, pay attention. It's literally your only job. <laughs> I know. Um, so, okay. So we're going to do shouldn't be a crime. So guys, hit me with things that you think that are illegal or shouldn't be or vice versa. What do you got? Just shout them out. I'm going to say drinking from the bottle. I Alex, think that's gross. You do not get to play. <laughs> Being less than two meters apart. Being oh. less than two meters apart um, sh should be illegal or shouldn't? Which one do you want me to argue? Shouldn't. Shouldn't be illegal? All right. You guys, we have, for the past 50 years, had a real population problem. <laughs> I think we can all agree there's too many, and most of them, not great. <laughs> I like about six people. I'm married to one and I'm related to three of the others. That leaves three people that I think are like fine. And so so yeah, just get it. You know, there's you can either live at a distance and live for a long time or you can really, you know, get close, get to know someone and just fucking burn out. Do, do you want to be Mick Jagger, 60 years old, still singing Satisfaction or do you want to be Kurt Cobain? <laughs> Yeah, right? You want to go out with a bang. You want to take it for real. What are we doing right now? We're all in our rooms. How much better would it be if we were all just naked in a pile doing this game? It'd be so different. It would be, what a different vibe that would be. It'd be harder to argue. We, mouths would be full. 
but it'll be <laughs> it's too early to be that gross i don't know why i did that <laughs> but it's just but i'm just saying you know you got a choice of your life we're all gonna die of something you know and i'm not saying that this is the best thing to die of but i am saying that the environment would thank you so if you're pro-environment i'm looking at you quentin <laughs> or you know if you just if you just think that hey you know i'd like you just to love bees don't 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 put me don't assign me to any cause you assigned yourself to a cause man. <laughs> i assigned myself to bees they're not the environment come on well that's a whole other thing the bees are not all right i would say that the few the fewer people that there are for bees to sting the more bees that there are alive so let's stop bee suicide yeah, because the the biggest killer of bees is people not being happy that they bite them. So. I, I'm not convinced that was a sentence, but thank you, Quentin. Now, I have always wanted, I've been waiting to turn 70 to 80 and just become that bitchy old granny person. And I need that in my life. That is what I aspire to. And I just need like to have no filter. So I think that is a great reason to like, stay two meters apart so I can survive to be that sassy old woman. I think you're selling yourself short, Selena. You can be an asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> What's stopping you from just yelling at people to get off your lawn? Just go get them. There's no, you don't like someone's shoes? You got stupid shoes, man. Just go for it. There's no... Tall. I can't take a person in a fight. If it was like an old lady, they would they wouldn't like beat me up. Like right now, they would. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if uh, uh, I know that there are a lot of great makeup tutorial videos on YouTube right now, and you could probably just make yourself look fucking old and live your dream. There's no live your truth, Kalina. If you're an old lady, be an old lady. Just no one will question it. Just add like add like a little bit of stink so they don't get so close that they can tell where the makeup ends. And then and then just have at it. They don't want they don't want to be dealing with you. You can plus you're small, so you can just take them out at the knees. No one gets up from that. You're fine. It's tall people that got a problem. Just bop them on the top of the head like you're Andre the Giant, the Princess Bride. I, that is a dated reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, uh, plus. I mean. Minus two meters, you know, I mean, if, if they're staying two meters away, then you're safe as can be. There's never been a safer time to be an asshole than right now. <laughs> Got another counterpoint for you, Chris. Please do, Tess. Um, being saved from bad breath, like those awkward moments when you just wouldn't want to tell a friend that actually they've got really bad breath and now you don't have to. See, I think that uh, there's a different solution than two meters, and I think it's Kalina's solution. Let's just all be old assholes right now. <laughs> that way, we can get close enough to really feel our friend's breath, but we can be enough of an asshole that they fix it. Plus, it's a good friend. What kind of asshole lets their friend go around stinking? <laughs> That's rude. I do that to my enemies. I, that guy smells like shit. I'm going to tell him he smells awesome and then introduce him to a girl he likes. But, <laughs> but, but if it's my friend, i got to protect him. That's rude. You're a bad friend, Tess. He can't be doing that. Yeah, what's what was that did we just get called god is that zoom god <laughs> now i was saying what's the most awkward truth you've had to tell someone chris pardon me what's the most awkward truth that what's the most awkward that? truth i've had to tell someone oh um oh definitely that i didn't love them that 100 percent. that's always that is never easy to, to have to <laughs> yeah yeah of course to their face that's a oh. fucked up thing to text a person <laughs> you don't facetime that
you gotta do it you can't you can't just lead someone on you gotta you gotta hit them straight in the mouth of that truth bomb and yeah it hurts it's not nice and it makes for a very uncomfortable family reunion sorry mom uh, <laughs> i was gonna ask if that was your mom yeah. <laughs> no, no 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 as a teenager i screamed that my mom didn't love me a lot but that's because i was fucking emo uh, but, um, no yeah i've told people that i don't love them to their face because uh, because they deserve the honesty uh, it's, I think I think that that's that's the best case because otherwise, have you ever been in a relationship with someone who loves you and you don't love them? Have you ever thought more about murdering a person just out of like mercy? Murdering <laughs> someone? No. I'd rather I'd rather kill this person than be honest with them. That's that kind of no. All right, fair enough. No. Um, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to say it straight to their face. This is. Uh, um, I feel like some of my uh, uh, my worst things don't come across as well over a screen as they do when I'm in the room with the people, and that's a lesson that I'm learning right now. That's good to know. Um, all right, has anyone got any here? other uh, thoughts? Anyone got anything else that they want to add, or should we call that one? All right, we'll call that one. Alex, what are you saying? Uh, I'm saying that I've noticed that this over Zoom has got a real manifesto vibe. As soon as you're like screaming down the microphone about how you don't love anyone. I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, I love lots of people. Just oh, no, but not yeah, some yeah. of the ones that I wish see. I did. I think it was a real smart move on Kalina's part to um, turn it into a therapy session. I think we moved entirely away from the two meter rule. I think Chris, you were doing a lot of work there. I think if it was amount of work, Chris would have it. If it was weird points about bees, I think Quentin would have it. I don't know how we go into the bees, but Quentin was proper weird about it, and I loved it. Oh, do you know what? I think I'm going to just, just about give it to you, Chris. I think you're working hard there. I think I'm going to give you the point. Yeah, correct. Absolutely correct. Uh, you can't, you can, you can try to get me off course, but you'll regret it. Uh, now, uh, so we got, we got time for another shouldn't be a crime. It's one nothing for me right now. What do you guys got? Shouldn't it be a crime? Crime that American spelling and British spelling are different in many words. That should be a crime? All right. Yeah, that should be a crime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I, like I, football, I, so confusing. What are you talking about football? So I'm, I mean, I agree that it's weird because I'm Canadian, so we just use both, which is extra <laughs> fucked because we can't <laughs> pick a side with anything. We're too nice. And so some of our words are uh, in American spelling and some of them are British and it's just infuriating. I'm wrong everywhere I go, but to make it a crime, I mean, it was Angela, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. How would you, how would you even punish that Angela? What would be, because that's, if, if there's a crime, there's gotta be punishment. They go hand in hand. They don't just, they don't just name Russian books willy nilly, but <laughs> what, uh, what, what would you say is a fair punishment for different so spelling? Just just a one. What is the, oh. <laughs> Cut the less dominant hand off. <laughs> less dominant hand. Jesus Christ. That's that's like, that's yeah, to do that to Princess Jasmine when she was caught stealing. That's not that's something you do for spelling. <laughs> also, would you do it to everyone in the culture that spells it wrong or just the people who, who are unfortunate enough to get caught? Is there a strike system? <laughs> Carol. Hey, Carol, would it be um, again a strike against like uh, uh, the person or or against the culture? Because this feels like it's got to become like a full-on war. <laughs> <laughs> or we're just gonna like outlaw British spelling. 
because it's cumbersome. Let's be honest. Phone with an F. Come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carol, how do you how do you uh, picture the strike system going? Well, I'm I'm more worried about about cleaners cut the hand off. <laughs> do you just get a warning the first time, and then you know may, maybe you know a finger finger the second time, and then just go for the the whole hand? <laughs> <laughs> Kalina, no, that's a, that's a question for you. Not go for the full hand, otherwise they don't remember, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you know when you meet someone and you're just like, oh, your parents hate you. That is... <laughs> you have a harsh view of justice, Angela. What? Um, but again, like, I mean, is this, are these the kind of laws that you want to live under? <laughs> I'm all for, like, mocking somebody, but if, if, if we've got the kind of mad, power-hungry person that Angela clearly is, <laughs> she wants to go straight to corporal punishment, and not even just, like, a beating, a full behanding. That is, is that the kind of world you want to live in? No, I want to live in a fun, multi-spelling world. But where... just imagine a person texting you, like, correct grammar, and, a, like, a guy or a girl messaging you and actually using, like, you know, just imagine the, the thought of that. But that's how you know it's the one. That's how my wife <laughs> knew that I was the one, is because I was putting, like, Oxford commas in my text messages. <laughs> Was she your grammar teacher? Sorry? Was she your grammar teacher? She no, she was a, she is a teacher though. She is very oh, she's very good. Well. I, I could never I could never take her class. She's much better than me. She'd be, uh, she'd be on our side about this. She'd be like, yeah, cut the cut the less dominant hand. But off. but this is but this is way better because this way you can weed out all the chaff. You can get rid of the non spelling losers. Isn't that what, what you about, want? But you can get rid of the non spelling losers more easily if they're like properly gone, you know, like hang, draw, and quarter them for the um, for the leap speak. No, because at that point they're disabled and you're being rude by not dating them just because they're missing a hand. That's messed up. You can't discriminate <laughs> against the, the handy capable like that. That is outrageous and shame on you. So, if anything, <laughs> you have to date that person who spells poorly now. Sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd rather date them and they lost their hand. <laughs> you date no... them and you tell them you don't love them. Oh, oh that is cold. That yeah. is... I never planned it in advance. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I pity dated you because I got your hand chopped off. <laughs> but now that you got a prosthetic, I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> Learn how to spell color. <laughs> only chop their hand off once. What happens if they keep getting making mistakes you know that's what, an, what during that that's an excellent point carol you've only got one non-dominant hand where you go from there because i mean at that point they must be like you know what i've earned spelling lighthouse with three t's well you just take the other hand and then that then they can't spell anything <laughs> <laughs> damn sarah way to go out of nowhere you haven't spoken the whole time straight out <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, uh, I think that that is cruel and unusual. I think that... <laughs> there is, I mean, I've always, I've always thought the word grammar Nazi was a bit overkill, but you guys are really <laughs> bringing that into question. I think, I think that the best argument against this becoming a law is the insane lengths that you're willing to go to make it spell properly. <laughs> Clearly people who want this to be legal cannot be trusted with the public good. <laughs> They are power-hungry sadists. <laughs> well, I think that was on the, um, on the admissions application, Chris. <laughs> oh, it's sorry. the only way to get us all on the same page. 
<laughs> that's is by not being able to turn pages because both your hands were chopped off. <laughs> yeah. They don't need it anymore. That's it. We're all stuck they on this page. Deserve. We got no hands. <laughs> All right, we're going to call that there. Uh, you guys are getting into the spirit, and I love it. Um, Alex, what are you saying? I'm, I'm just still bowled over by a last-minute strike in there from Sarah M. I mean, that was that was brutal. Why <laughs> why should we have a behanding? Because they're texting badly. What stops them texting badly? A behanding. I mean, I, do you know what? I think that's the winning blow. Oh. Also, one quick question. A behanding. Is that an Americanism? I've never heard the phrase of behind. I, I literally just made it up. I'm a genius, man. I'm real good at this game. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> under the new laws, you've made up a, a word. It's an Americanism. You've invented behanding, and you will be behanded. I'm afraid. I'm going to give it to the audience. I'm afraid. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, team. Well played. That was. That, you're getting into the spirit now, and I absolutely love it. We got time for one more. Shouldn't be a crime. What do you guys got? We'll make it a quick one. Ketchup. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> nice. said with such resolve carol <laughs> you're sick of this tomato shit um okay why would you outlaw carol real quick or carol why would you outlaw ketchup what is what is what is tomato sauce done to you well ketchup specifically i'm not saying tomato sauce ketchup because ketchup is not really tomato sauce it's more chemicals and <laughs> sugar and other crap in there than actual tomato sauce. Um, and also you get those people that, you know, once they've finished their food, they won't scrape their plate up properly and leave all that ketchup on there. And then that's really disgusting and annoys me. Fair enough. Um, I would say none of that is ketchup's fault. Uh, ketchup's <laughs> just hanging out, being delicious, full of sugar, top of my meat, meat and sugar. Who would have thought of that before ketchup? What a perfect combination. <laughs> they nailed it. Thanks, Heinz. Um, I would say uh, that maybe you need cleaner friends uh, <laughs> you got you got gross friends carol and they don't know how to clean things and that's a problem um i think you need to believe in yourself more and improve your social status um not so much that you get a friend like angela who just chops your hands off for spelling wrong, but, you know, <laughs> but you know you gotta you gotta you gotta get people who know how to clean again these are easy clues to who to sort out of your life guys it's really like for me it's people who wear slayer t-shirts who have never listened to slayer it's a very simple metric if, if for you it's people that can't wash ketchup off a plate i can't think of an easier way to get rid of a person you don't even need to invite them to your house you can take them to mcdonald's it's over i um ketchup is wonderful it's no mustard but i mean would you really want bolognese on your french fries is that what is that the kind of world you want to live in carol real tomato sauce with your nuggets yeah, that's much better right that's much better we want that and then the worst thing is when people mix the horrible american mustard with the ketchup and you're like what do you people eat other than just pure chemical uh, <laughs> i literally had that for dinner tonight it was so good <laughs> An Chris, hour and a half die. ago, I had a He's burger with ketchup. Very long. I, I don't want to last very long. That's my anti-two meter rule. I want to burn out, baby. I want to go like a star. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, no, I think uh, uh, it's 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 turning. It's like adding dessert to dinner, which is a brilliant move. I, I none, none of us which have thought of anything. Which also gives you diabetes. Which also gives you diabetes and obesity. If we don't need both hands, we don't need both feet, Angela. Right. 
All right, we're going to call it there. Alex, what are you saying? I'm going to say that's a, a real killer counterpoint uh, to Angela there. With the, I mean, that was that was quick. No feet, no hands. That was very good. Um, somewhat disappointed that I didn't hear a that doesn't cut the mustard pun. So I think that's going to be a minus point to someone. I would like to say that I'm proud of us for not doing that. But not well, yeah. So I I wanted people to lower their pun standards here. Um, catch up. Do you know what? I think the argument that ketchup is dessert on meat is utterly disgusting. I don't think if I was ever given ketchup, here's your dessert, Alex. Put a flake in it, suck it up. Here's your dessert. I think I think that's ridiculous. I think you've blown a whole hole in your whole argument, Chris. I think you've lost it. This audience, audience, take ah, this one. God damn it. <laughs> Losing on ketchup. What an outrage. Well played, everybody. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a lightning round now. Uh, so, Alex, have you got the list of topics there? I do have the list of topics. Good Fantastic. man. Okay. So the way this works is uh, uh, we go two minutes and we go head to head. Me and one of you. Now, does any of you volunteer to be your team's champion? If not, I will pick someone. Nobody? Oh, oh, yeah. I, did I see one on Molly there? I thought Molly lifted a hand. Yeah, I saw a hand. Unmute yourself, Molly. You're in. Woo, Molly! A round of applause for your champion, Molly. Got this, Molly? <laughs> Do I get to with my friends? No, this is a one person. You're on your own, even though you are not on your own. This is all you. We're going to boo him. Don't worry. All right. So we're going to put two minutes on the clock. Are you Molly or is your friend Molly? She's Molly. You're Molly. Pleasure to meet you, Molly. I'm Chris. Thank you so much for playing. So we're going to go. Uh, do you want to be, before we start, do you want to be for or against whatever Alex is about to say? There are traps on both sides. Um, against. Against. Strong. Very British. Now, uh, Alex, are you ready? Hell yeah. Molly, are you ready? No. All right, too bad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Lightning round. Alex, go. Up first, we've got three-piece suits. Three-piece suits. Molly's, you're against. Stop against them. Yep. Um, I've got to say, I mean, three-piece suits, I feel like they kind of belong to the past. Like, I mean, nowadays you can go to Tesco's in your pajamas. Like, where's the place for a three-piece suit, you know? All right. I would say that uh, nothing is better at tricking you into thinking a homeless person isn't homeless than a three-piece suit. It makes them look like a famous movie director. And so, if nothing else, providing homeless people camouflage, pro three-piece suit. Alex, next. Uh, up next, we've oh. got uh, Tour de France. Tour de France. Molly. Oh, God. Um... You know, COVID, you can't all be cycling in such a tight... Um, I mean, that's just dangerous. That's a threat to public health. Uh, uh, if we've learned anything from the last 10 years of the Tour de France, it's that they're all on drugs anyway, so let them go. I'm sick of these druggy uh, liars, and uh, I'm glad they're going to die. Pro Tour de France. <laughs> Alex, next. Uh, we've got lateral movement. Lateral movement. Molly. What, like walking sideways? Yes. I'm, an, I'm against it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm facing forward, so if someone moves sideways, they're probably going to bump into you. It's going to cause loads of accidents. Okay. I'm uh, pro because uh, I'm a crab fan. Pro crab. Uh, I think we, should, we could learn a lot from crabs. Uh, we, we need to have harder shells. 
We need to uh, move move laterally. Need to turn your hands into weapons. Uh, very important things that we can all learn from crabs. Uh, pro sideways movement. I don't know, man. That was a tough one. Alex, next. Up next, we've got passive aggression. Passive aggression. Oh, I feel like I'm going to lose to the British person on this one. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better than just being direct. Um, you know, if you if you hate someone, just tell them. You know, save a bit of time. Um, and that, yeah, that's my that's my point. I mean, I, I, you know, internally, I agree with you, but I, <laughs> uh, and it's made it very difficult to live in the UK. But <laughs> it's, but as a result of this game, I am pro passive aggression. And you know, sometimes, isn't it like if you really don't like someone, isn't it better to make them think you like them for a really long time through subtle sarcasm and hints, and that way they suffer more? I think that telling them is like the coward's way out. Okay, you know? well, if you love someone, then you've got to tell them directly. How about that? No, you just hint forever until they realize <laughs> that you're in Hugh Grant. <laughs> um, Alex, last one. Uh, murder. Murder. I'm against. Um, yes. it, it, it hurts physically, emotionally, <laughs> um, kind of in every sense it hurts. Um I, that's it. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, murder's pretty great. <laughs> uh, I would say that uh, murder, you know, if if it wasn't so great, then why would they keep it from us? This is, they kept weed from us. Weed is amazing. Murder is probably the same. It's probably not as bad as they've told us this whole life. They say that murder is like a gateway crime. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's more of like a cathartic release, you know? It lets you really unwind at the end of the day to take a life. <laughs> and that's the end of the lightning round. Round of applause for Molly, everybody. She was great. Thank you, Molly. Good job. Molly. <laughs> Can I go? Uh, yeah. You're... Alex, what, uh, what's, what's the score at the end of that? How did we do? I made that three to the audience. Or to Chris. Yes, that murder. That's what got me over. I think my favorite argument was definitely the, the tight pack COVID Tour de France. I thought that showed <laughs> real great knowledge. That's Molly really looked as though she was floundering. She goes with a straight good argument. I should have given it double points, but I didn't. I'm a cool master. That was top notch. That was top notch, Molly. Very well done. And you weren't expecting to do it, and you stepped up to the plate. A lot of respect there. A lot of respect. Thank you very much. All right, so we're going to go on to the second round now. The way the second round works is we carry over the topic that you didn't choose, um, which is uh, get out of here. Or we can do my personal favorite topic, which is regrets. Uh, the way regrets works is you tell me something that you regret about your life, and I tell you why it's the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> or you tell me something you're proud of, and I tell you why you're a piece of shit for thinking that. <laughs> so, as always, we do everything by the cheer method. So, guys, uh, give me a cheer for get out of here on three. One, two, three. Oh, cool. That felt like that felt like you don't even want it. Like you just felt bad that it hadn't gotten a cheer. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm expecting something big on this. Give me a cheer for regrets. One, two, three. Yes, regrets it is. Oh, I love regrets so much. Um, okay, so you saw how it works. Guys, hit me with a regret. What do you got? Let me heal you. Um, I got really drunk one night a few years ago and asked out my gay best friend who I knew was gay and was not interested in me. All right, way to go. Very, very white girl. That's strong. strong. <laughs> um, I would say that, I mean, 
did you force the issue or was it uh, just like a I drunken? I think I tried to. Yeah, I think I thought it would be really good if we were together and it wouldn't be a thing. Wouldn't be weird at all. Like he just, he's just, he's gay, just not like, like not Tess gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight for Tess. Come on now. Um, I think that's, are you guys still friends? I didn't break up the friendship? Actually, we are. Yeah. Okay. Well then no harm, no foul. That's what drinking, how old were you when you did it? 20. Oh, fucking perfect. That's exactly when you get that out of the way. <laughs> That's what drinking when you're 20 is for. You just grab people that you know and you tell them that you love them. <laughs> and, then, and then you fall over somewhere. I think that that's an amazing time to do it. And also, you got it out of the way because you don't want you don't want that maybe he's straight for me thing lingering later on. This way you guys can go out and uh, and and be open and honest. You did the you did the straightforward thing. I think that's great. I think, um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like, are there any, are there any gay guys or, or, uh, lesbians who are on here where someone of the opposite sex has confessed love for them and they were like, can you please stop doing this? This happens to me every day. I'm fucking fabulous. No. Okay. All right. I was, I was just wondering if we could get like a firsthand account, but, um, yeah, I mean, everyone likes to be told that they're loved. So that's a compliment and a half. The fact that you're still friends means that he didn't take it too seriously. He he probably knew that you loved him. 20-year-old girls are not as subtle as they like to think they are. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think what really kept it off was the, like, vomit at the feet kind of thing. <laughs> oh, wow. You offered him a dowry. <laughs> that's, that's very old-fashioned of you, Tess. Um, I... Uh, yeah, but that's, I mean, everyone's drunk when they're 20. That's the perfect time to make all those mistakes. If you're making that mistake at like 35, there's a problem. But if you're if you're 20, good for you. Now you've got a fun, I told a gay guy that I loved him and he did not appreciate it. <laughs> Story to tell later. You're still friends, so no harm, no foul. Sounds like just a good night out. <laughs> Is there anything that you still regret about it? Like any any long-term? No, no. I, I You've thoroughly convinced me, Chris. It was a great idea. All right. Well, I don't even need Alex on this one. I'm taking that point. God, God. That is done. You're welcome, Tess. The doctor is in. Uh, anyone else got any regrets or anything you're proud of? I do both. Proud of getting into Oxford. Oh, no. Nice. This is oh, hey, ideal. This yes, one's going to hit home for go. a lot of you. <laughs> you done fucked up, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys all freshers except me except except for kalina all right cool well um kalina's in too deep there's no hope for her everyone else <laughs> run get out <laughs> sarah what do you what do you want out of oxford what are you hoping to get out of it career ideally you can get a career anywhere <laughs> i i got a career i dropped out of university i mean to be fair it's now on a computer talking uh, like this it's not quite what i pictured but hey who's is right now um I would say, what kind of career do you want? Anything in particular or just, just a career? Uh, I'd like to be a professor. So you went to school to go to school? To go to school, yeah. God damn. I mean, first of all, Ooh, I think that yeah. if, Ox if Oxford's done anything, it's narrowed your dreams. Uh, <laughs> you, you need to, you need to, what about, what about a professor of parachuting? What about a, uh, you could be a, a skydiving instructor who just quotes Yates on the way down. I mean, I'm less likely to, to die um, in my chosen profession. I don't know if you've been paying attention to COVID cases in universities lately, but that is no longer the case. Uh, <laughs> Touché. 
Yeah, that's right. I, I, I occasionally glance at the news. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you want to teach? Um, Greek and Latin. Greek and Latin. Oh. <laughs> that's a hobby. That's not. That's <laughs> 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 smoking. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so you want you want to go to school to stay in school to teach one dead and one dying language. Sorry, Greeks. I call it like I see it. Mm -hmm. uh, that is that's a sweet hobby. That's like putting ships in a bottle. Why do you need to make that your career? You can do anything. You could go into carpentry. You could uh, you could be a lion tamer. I think those are still around if you go to shitty circuses. Are you confusing uh, a career teaching Greek and Latin? for becoming Jesus, <laughs> becoming like an early Christian. The Christians famously were unable to tame those lions. That is a good point. That is <laughs> point taken there, Chris. Um, but you didn't have Greek and Latin professors to teach all those like, you know, those really, those like, I don't know, classics fuckboys, I guess they're called. <laughs> is, that, is that a group that you want to encourage? Is classics fuckboys? <laughs> Everyone has to experience one in their life so they, they learn. Do you want Wait, to come home to not, mine and saying, conjugate? I'm not, not saying that Sarah should be fucking her students. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they need to learn from someone. They need to learn from their professors. But I think fuckboys are going to be fuckboys. I, mean, I don't think that it's, it matters. Fuckboys are interdisciplinary. That's a, that is a fact. That is the nicest thing anyone's ever said about fuckboys. <laughs> They're versatile. Uh, I, would, I don't think that's enough of a reason to go to Oxford. Plus, I mean, Oxford, what do you, what do you, I, because I'm not from here. So all I know is that people from Oxford, this is from my friends. This is not for me because I don't know. People from Oxford are assholes. And they're, uh, uh, you know, they have no business being in charge. So, counterpoint, how are my friends wrong? You took too long. They're right. <laughs> Sounds like they're right. A whole, a whole room full of Oxford students. No, no, no. Guys, you know, you know. I mean, everyone hates the best thing. Um, but uh, that's why everyone hates Kanye. Uh, that and he's like weirdly racist. Uh, <laughs> no, so uh, Oxford is. I mean, I just don't. Is it necessary now to go to Oxford? <laughs> Can't you just take an online YouTube course, a master class? Isn't there someone offering some sort of master class program in Greek and Latin? There's got to be an old Indian man who teaches Greek and Latin on YouTube right now who is better than all of your professors. <laughs> I mean, Sarah's just nodding. She hasn't. <laughs> Chris, you're doing a dangerously good job at this. Uh... <laughs> There's also with languages, AI is getting so there good is, now that really we're not we're not going to need we're not going to need people to do the translations because AI is progressing so fast. But you so, need people to build the AI. Yeah, but those are engineers. They're not studying Greek and Latin. <laughs> those, those books are written. We're just going to feed Greek, Latin. We're just going to feed some sort of Rosetta Stone algorithm into a computer and it's going to speak all the languages. And Sarah, you're going to be out of a job when you could have been jumping out of an airplane. True. Or I could money. become like the first female pope. That's one of the most powerful jobs in the world. You could 100% become the first female pope, but then you have to learn Latin though. So that's a problem. But I, maybe they teach that in seminary school. You could get that. You could get Latin all kinds of places. My wife speaks Latin and she, uh, she learned it at uh, an American school, an international school. And they taught her Latin there. Why didn't you get it out as a teenager? Why are you so lazy, Sarah? 
No, I was just broke. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear Angela chiming in. What was that? I'll say Sarah's just now searching how to get my DFIL feedback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys can all chime in on this, by the way. You all paid um, what I'm guessing is a lot of money to go to the school that I am saying is basically not worth a YouTube video. So <laughs> feel, feel free to chime in. Currently, my favorite argument is uh, Sarah's, I want to become female Pope, the singular most powerful person in the world. I think, uh, whether you like it or not, I think the Pope is still super powerful. I think Sarah's got a great argument there, become the most powerful, like singular leader. Uh, like, I, th I reckon if they did like a vote, like who like is the most important person, I think loads of people say, oh, it's the President of the United States. I think globally, more people, they're going to say Pope, whether we like it or not. We all know it's Greta Thunberg. Now, <laughs> who, how many popes went to Oxford? Besides, the next pope's not going to be white. They're overdue. There's going to be an Obama pope. That's what's coming. I'm, I'm next, told next pope's that, coming um, from Africa. When you, um, uh, one of the rituals for inaugurating a pope, this mm -hmm. is undermining my own argument. I uh, don't know whether it's uh, one, maybe Sarah, you'll know this, is that they uh, hoist the pope up into the air so that you can see under the rope to make sure they're not masquerading uh, as, a, as a woman. Is yeah, that? That's a, you, you have to lift up the Pope and then you say, um, I think it's uh, habem pedem et tuscentes, which is you have a penis and balls. <laughs> wow, they specify <laughs> balls, good job. That's great, you can't yeah, use them, but way to go for having them. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, is that the kind of organization you wanna go with <laughs> someone? That they, they can't even think to just lift up the skirt. Also, who knew that popes weren't wearing anything under there? I mean, we all thought it about kilts, but who thought that about pope robes? I mean, I, I mean, I hope everybody knows that during Freshers' Week at, at St. Catherine's College, part of the initiation ceremony is this particular ritual. I hope you're all uh, ready for the... This is why Sarah... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I wish you luck on your upskirting. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a crime most places, but apparently it's a prerequisite for Pope. So <laughs> that doesn't sound like a job that, that you uh, want, Sarah. Uh, plus, you got to go to seminary. Fuck that. Um, all right. You guys can't defend Oxford for some reason. The best you've got is, is being Pope and showing, syndrome. showing your dick and balls. We're all suffering. You're all suffering from imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. well, we can put that in regrets after this one. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we'll call it there. Alex, what are you saying? Um, on the regrets round, do you know what? I think you definitely convinced everyone that uh, Oxford, do you know what? I think you, I think everybody you argued with conceded. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm needed for this. I think everybody's so used to being in tutorials and things like that. They're like, oh, yes, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that is a good argument. You know, you all know how to get like a, a first, don't you? It's like, well, yeah, I do see some weaknesses with my argument. I, I will definitely take those on board. <laughs> I will be putting those in my review. I think purely on the basis that everybody conceded. I mean, I think I've got to, for every point, I think I've got to give it to you, Chris. <laughs> yes, that's right. You've all made a terrible mistake. Ha ha ha. Oh, I'm getting paid to shit talk the school that's paying me. That's exciting. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, we have time for uh, maybe one more quick regret. Actually, 
Yeah, if anyone's got something pressing, then we will. Otherwise, we'll move on to the speed round. A pressing regret is such a, a such an existential really... thing, isn't it? <laughs> Every... anybody, just somebody quickly screams. <laughs> Every now and then, <laughs> help! <laughs> I start because people come. People regularly come to the show like two or three times uh, during the month during the Edinburgh Fringe, and they start coming with regrets because they need to offload. I become like a weird sort of therapist figure. It's really fun. It's uh, I have uh, oof, I have dealt with some inner demons. Uh, <laughs> So if anyone's got anything pressing, then we can do that. Otherwise, we'll move on to the second lightning round. Anyone got anything? Nope. All right. We're calling it there. Uh, well, just so I can check, Alex, what's the score these days? Where, where are we at? The score is you are in the lead, Chris, by two points. Ah, but what? On oh, regrets round or overall? Oh, overall. Can you just read out the totals? It's more dramatic. It is more dramatic. Chris, you are on uh, eight. The audience is on five. All right. Three points. You can make all that up in the speed round. Now, I'm pretty sure he said I was ahead by two, which makes him terrible at math or me bad at listening. It's one or the other. Uh, well, you, were, you were ahead by two in the regrets round. Oh, but then gotcha. I've okay. collated the scores up. Uh, what I've been doing is I've been paying attention to how the government calculates A-level grades. I've moderated. I've used a statistical algorithm that I won't speak around. And uh, that's the final answer. All right. <laughs> Very topical. Okay. So we're going to go into the lightning round. You guys saw how well Molly did in the last one. So, does anyone volunteer to be in the next lightning round? No, I'm going to pick someone. <laughs> no one's going to volunteer. I, I will go ahead. I will go ahead. Elliot, you're in. Jeez, yeah. out of, from the nowhere. darkness. Elliot. I don't know where yeah. <laughs> I give myself his tribute. That was All a right. real, like, Hunger Games <laughs> moment. Yeah. My goodness. Welcome, Elliot. Yeah. Strong, strong hair. Very well played. You look like a Swedish god. You wear it on your face, man. Yeah. Um, so, um, Elliot, ooh, unfortunate last name, though. Very bad topical. Um, so how... <laughs> Elliot didn't kill himself. Um, so, Elliot, uh, we're going to do the lightning round. Did you see the last one? Yeah. Okay, great. So you know how it works. Uh, do you want to be four or against whatever comes out of the, uh, the jar? I will go four. You're going to go four. Very positive. Socialist country. You can learn something, England. <laughs> Now, um, Elliot, so you're going to be for everything. Alex, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Elliot, are you ready? Yeah. Good sure. man. Let's go. Speed round. One. Out of space. Elliot. Out of space. I out mean, of space. How can you not be for it? I mean, there's so much, you know, good things that have come out of space. <laughs> Meteorites, you know, the iron coming and, you know, they found the iron. And then, you know, look, look what we have now. You know, all the buildings made of iron. Yeah, so I think this is, you know, the meteorites are coming to Earth, and I think, yeah, that's quite a strong argument for, you know, we should take care of things coming from space, yeah. Well, I don't think we should take care of things that come from space, because they rarely take care of us. That uh, that iron that came down killed the dinosaurs, Elliot. What have you got against Jurassic Park? They allowed us to come to the Earth, right? So, like the dinosaurs, you know, they have to go. Their time was out, actually. This, oh, yeah. this is a speed round, so no rebuttals, Elliot. Um, <laughs> um, all right, we'll call that one because uh, uh, that that was a good rebuttal, and that's why I don't allow them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm it to Alex, next one. Up next, uh, USB ports. USB ports, Elliot. I think USB ports is quite good. You know, if if you, if you don't use them, you know, to try to use some, you know, Bluetooth version, it never works. I I've never had a working uh, Bluetooth connection. Uh, you know, never. 
So I, I think you really need USB ports to, to you know, charge your devices. You know, you can't trust, uh, you know, these other UK systems. And I, I only use the USB ones, yeah, that's for sure. So your feelings about Bluetooth, that's how I feel about USB ports. I am just put everything on floppy disk. Bring it back. I want big rectangles made of plastic that are breakable because if I really need that information, then I won't smash it and accidentally sit down on it. I, uh, I think that we've progressed too far. And so bring it back. Get rid of USB ports. Bring back floppy disks. And you know what? Fax machines while I'm at it. Alex, next. Uh, we've got Princess Diana. Princess Diana, Elliot. I thought, you know, I was really for what she was doing, and I thought it was so unfortunate that she, you know, unfortunately died. And, you know, as, as a, you know, Swedish uh, person, I think that she was really, you know, contributing to, uh, to like, our view of, you know, the, you know, the UK as a really great country. So, yeah, this was really, you know, the whole of Sweden where, you know, there was, like, really a huge sorrow so, yeah, I, we, we all miss her from Sweden, at least. Elliot, this makes me miss Europe so much. That's the nicest thing I think I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're about to hear the opposite of that. So I would say that the reason that everyone says that you keep the royals around is because they add to the economy. And you know what thing Diana did that added the most money to the economy? Die. That's where all the plate money comes from, commemorative magazines, documentaries. At no point has she contributed more to the British economy than when she was killed. And, I mean, if the best thing you can do for your country is die, I'm sorry, I just, I just don't support you. Alex, next one. Uh, we've got gold. 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 I mean, aren't we all investing in gold, right? I mean, <laughs> look, look, look at the gold stocks. I mean, this is, you know... It's like it's going so well for me right now, you know, all the money in the bank, you know, is doubling, you know. No, I, I really I really think that, you know, this is such an opportunity for everyone. Just invest, you know, make, you know, double your money. 12 months, that's all it takes, you know. Elliot, that yeah. is great real-world knowledge of the current gold price. That is very <laughs> impressive. I am fully aware that is true. It's very good at the moment. Very good. Rising. <laughs> and this, this is the problem with gold. I can't afford to invest in gold, Elliot. <laughs> Look at my job. <laughs> I don't have gold investment money, so fuck gold. It means that the, the rich Swedish gods get richer. <laughs> and the, the poor Canadian, I don't know, whatever the fuck I am. <laughs> stay. I don't get poorer, but You're you know. You're a troll, Chris. You're I a troll. Sort of Keep the mythology out, the same. You know? <laughs> so yeah, damn gold. All right, one more. One more, Alex. Uh, gravel. 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 I mean, you know, isn't it really nice when you, you know, step on it and you feel like, you know, there this can this massage, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that not not this kind of really, you know, sharp gravels, but you know the the more round ones. It, you really massage your feet when you when you walk on it. So I, I would say, you know, skip going to the spa. Just kind of do a jogging on some gravel road. I think, yeah, this is really for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, couldn't disagree more. Gravel, pick a side. You're either rocks or you're sand. <laughs> I am sick of this equivocating, this this medium nonsense. <laughs> also, gravel, I'm from Canada, and so that's what mean kids used to put in their snowballs uh, to, try to, to try to be jerks about it. So uh, gravel, all wrong, all wrong. All right, that's, that's the end of the speed round. Round of applause for Elliot, everybody. Good job. Very no, very no nonsense answers, Elliot. Very good. Um, all right, Alex. What was the what was the score of that speed round? How'd it go? 
the total scores so far, I have eight to the audience, 11 to Chris. Yes, yes. You couldn't take me down, Elliot, though you tried. <laughs> All right, so now we're going into the judge's choice round. The way the judge's choice round is uh, Alex is picking a topic. Uh, I don't know what it is. You guys don't know what it is. And uh, before we do it, now you said the difference in points is three, right? The difference in points is three. It's yes. three right now. Lucky for you, judge's choice round worth four points. Congratulations, you're still in it. Nice. Now, uh, so before uh, Alex tells us what the topic is, I need you guys to decide whether you want to be for or against whatever he's about to say. So as always, we're going to do it with a cheer. I'm going to go into gallery. Um, so guys, on three, give me a cheer if you want to be for whatever Alex is going to say. One, two, three. Hey. All right. That sounded near unanimous. Uh, give me a cheer for against. One, two, three. <laughs> Test for both. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sounds like you're four. Okay. So, Alex, what am I against? Comedians in black t-shirts with short beards. All right. Well, luckily, uh, this is a sweatshirt, so I do all not right. identify with that person at all. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. I think that, uh, you know, there was a time when comedians dressed the part were entertainers supposed to put on a show some of you have you know dressed up to be in the audience and i'm i just look like a bum but you know i think that uh, uh it's no good we need to be more professional if if we're gonna retrain like rishi sinek says we should how the fuck am i gonna do that dress like this there's no chance for it you don't take me seriously my prospective bosses won't take me seriously. Yes, I can make a latte, but that's not enough anymore. You got to earn that. Um, I don't know. I think I think that it adds something classy. You know, I'd like to see everyone dress up more. I'd like to see guys working in pubs in like the old sort of white uh, 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 pharmacy garb that they used to wear in the twenties. I'd like to see shoe shine guys in top ha top hat and tails. And I'd like to see it flip. I want to see Boris Johnson just wearing jeans with holes in the knees and, uh, and a tube top. Just something real skanky. <laughs> Chris, what is white pharmacy garb? When was that in a... <laughs> in a oh, that was around um, like Prohibition and beforehand. They used to dress in sort of like all white and that would show that they didn't spill. That was like a, a mark of how professional they were is they wouldn't get a drop on their outfits. Well, I am learning. This is a good show. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I know a little bit about a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> have you guys? Uh, uh, I mean, this is a very specific topic that Alex has chosen. So one can one can probably focus on the black t-shirt aspect, maybe. But um, guys, if you this is this is for the win. So if you have anything pro, I mean, basically all Alex has done is cornered you into giving us compliments. Uh, which is a pretty <laughs> sneaky move. Uh, for the black t-shirt, because if we get you guys wearing suits, you might actually think this is an actual job. <laughs> oh, oh, no, she nice. didn't. <laughs> I deserve that for what I said about your school. Strong work. <laughs> Strong work, Kalina. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, um, I mean, there's, there's a certain level of arrogance inherent in every comedian that I don't think that, that any, uh, any suit's going to add to or take away. Just to even consider doing this job, you got to be out of your mind with a god complex, so I wouldn't worry about that. But also, the whole three-piece suit thing or whatever, it's so out of date. Like, you're really, you're showing us what the times are at the moment. 
Because like you could be not wearing pants at the moment and you're going ahead and doing a comedy <laughs> on Zoom the way that we all go to our lectures. And, <laughs> you know, it's really, it's with the times. Unlike your fax machine and floppy disk comments. Oh, God. Those were the days. Nice. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, I don't have an argument against that right now. Hmm, sneaky. It was just very common sense. That's a tough, that's a tough thing to crack. Um. Hmm. I'm loving the way that everybody's turned these compliments really into burns in a way that <laughs> really frightens me. Yeah, you're really <laughs> judoing our egos right now. I respect the hell out of that. I think it's um, important that you have beards as well because then your mask can't make an airtight seal around your face. So you're more likely to get COVID. Yes. And then, you, uh, <laughs> then there's like more of a turnover in comedians, which will help with the unemployment problem at the moment. So comedians are like a single-use product. Yes. Yes. A few weeks later, we have some new ones and then unemployment goes down and the economy gets better. Now David gets the game. You guys, you need to get on David's level because that's exactly the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Um, but here's why you're is here's the problem with that is you'd only get worse comedians. You'd have more but worse. It'd uh, it'd be like like uh, like iTunes updates. It's just frustrating. Need, it takes a long time to get good at stand up, and so all you'd have is a bunch of dudes telling pub jokes, and uh, uh, you you do not want that. When you've spent as much time with new comedians as I have, you you know to stay away. It's a uh, what what you need is uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's finally you finally, finally gone too far for Chris. In contradiction to what I said earlier, mm -hmm. I think that we need to encourage people to really go for their dreams, and if they want to do professions that are not like considered safe, like comedians, mm -hmm. we should like push towards it and like think about like you know, Mark Zuckerberg and all those really rich guys, what do they have in common? They dress up like you guys, but like in shirts and just like casual. So if we're kind of pushing that look, maybe we're pushing you guys into going into professions that like you dress like billionaires, you know, channel that energy. Yeah, but I mean, but then the whole part of the whole point of stand-up is that you're supposed to be kind of low status, is it, you know, it's self-deprecating. And so if I think that I look like a billionaire, then that makes me high status. That actually makes my job harder. So I should dress well so that I look like a guy who's poor pretending to be rich as opposed to an actually rich guy. So it should connect with your Oxford audience better, Chris. You just need to dress down as much as possible. I well then then maybe I'm maybe I'm dressed up too much. Maybe I need to really get down and roll around in the dirt a little bit, put on some sort of tank top with mustard stains on it, really go for it, you know? You know, that's why black t-shirts are so great, because if you've got, like, dirt on there, you can't even see because it's black. If you, like, pour some liquid on yourself, you can't even see. That is, it's the exact opposite of those bartenders, is you're just allowed <laughs> to be a filthy monster. And that's what, that's, that is why I wear it. I have four stains right now that you can't see. Thanks, black. Um... <laughs> But again, that makes me less professional. If I'd been dressing up, I would have taken more care with my ketchup and American mustard covered hamburger that I ate earlier. But I did not. I'd just like to point out, I, I don't know if anybody else heard it, but Carol did deliver quite the quite the undercut insults just a minute ago about the oh, beards. I think, oh, I missed so it. I, oh, I definitely I missed that, Carol. I know it was a beard was insult. That? It was a razor burn was what it was. It was brutal. Do you want to repeat or is oh, it? Oh, so Kalina was saying, you know, if you're wearing a, a t-shirt, you know, then you look like a billionaire. But none of those, you know, that's where the beard comes in. No billionaire has a beard. Thank you. <laughs> that's, 
Exactly. That's why. That's why we gotta. That's why we gotta keep him. It's. Um, I mean, those cowards. I, if anyone should have a beard, it's Mark Zuckerberg. His face creeps me out. <laughs> Prove to me that you're not a robot. Get some goddamn hair on that face, you weird android Gattaca motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think this is run out of steam, so we're gonna call it there. Alex, for all the marbles, what are you saying? I'm gonna say the late shot about beards not producing a safe mask environment suddenly at last minute from an audience member who'd not been mentioning anything so far was was brutal i think he wished our death and i frantically i loved it i gave it the four points i think it was brilliant oh my god congratulations guys you won <laughs> david out of the shadows him and elliot came through at the end <laughs> and just battered it down oh my god i can't believe i lost in the last second damn well, well played guys thank you so much for coming um, I hope I, I wish you nothing but luck and safety at your Oxford uh, education. Uh, remember me when you in Parliament and you're legislating against poor people. <laughs> uh. And that's that. I can't believe I lost. I mean, to be fair, if you really want to put me in a corner, and I shouldn't be telling you this, but if you, if you ever want to almost guarantee a win, ask me to say nice things about myself. Compliments paralyze me. I can't sing my own praises. So if you, if you ever want to put me into a corner, the easiest thing is to just be like, hey, Chris, what you're doing is great, and I'll fall to pieces. And that's exactly what Alex did. So I lost, but I think I think I put up a good fight considering I dropped out of university and these guys are going to one of the best universities in the world. I, I could have won that, but oh, I'll get them next time. Thanks as always for listening. Uh, again, if you want to support me on Patreon, you can do it at patreon.com slash Mr. Chris Betts. That's MR Chris Betts. Uh, there are extra green room episodes. The green room episode with Pierre Novelli from a couple episodes back is up. The green room with uh, Jamali Maddox and Max White from last week's episode is up. They're super fun, just sort of free-range conversations. We go all over the place. And uh, there's also uh, sort of free tickets to things and access to other content. And uh, uh, just a bunch of nice stuff for people that I appreciate supporting me. It's right now, the basic is three, I think it's three pounds a month. So it's really not that much and you get all this cool extra stuff. So please sign up or don't. You know what, it's a lockdown. Survive. But if you feel like it and you got an extra three pounds a month, jump on. Otherwise, uh, please uh, subscribe to the podcast and rate it. If you rate it, that's great because the more people get to see it. And that is always the name of the game is just getting as many people involved as possible. So thank you again for listening. Again, next week on November 18th, I'm going to have Garrett Millerick and Ahir Shah on. They're both great. And then the week after that, I have Laura Lex judging a versus the audience, which you can buy tickets for. It's five pounds for a ticket. And you get to come on and argue with me and play the damn game. Those are so fun. I really love playing with you guys. So thank you again for listening. I can't, I'm not sure how many times I've said that, but I really appreciate it. This is such a fun thing to make. I miss doing stand up so much that <laughs> making this is, uh, is at least scratching the itch. It's a, it's, it's really enjoyable for me. I hope you're enjoying it too. Anyways, I've rambled for too long. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Take care. I'll talk to you next week.